Here comes the fantastic, fancy, fun-filled Friday. It is not much musical but well enough documented to foresee a preface this extra special weekend. Now why is this weekend three special? Because I am bringing for you all a bonus episode as I am hitting half century. Yes, my 50th episode is almost on its way and it really and truly demands love faith. A mini one in my special way. Well, that was a teaser. Adding today one more little ring in the pharmacokinetics rigmarole for this beautiful stat of the weekend. Sujet du jour is the topic of the day is absorption via parenteral roots second part. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find and if there's a question hovering in your mind, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Let's debut the conversation. The route to talk today, first of all, is the inhalational route. It can be as a gas. The best example to know are the gaseous anesthetics, the general anesthetics. Secondly, as an aerosol, the particles, they are dispersed in gas. They are minute enough in a form of suspension. They do not settle or sediment quickly. Now, these may be in a form of a fog that is liquid or in the form of a smoke that is solid. Now, good to know examples, they are beta 2 agonists finding their use as bronchodilators. Last but not the least, as powders. Now, when I say powders, where the mind goes, of course, over the size of the particle and the velocity of the airflow. If the particle size is more than 5 micrometer, they target the upper respiratory tree, while those 2 micrometers, they reach the end bronchial tree. If less than 1 micrometer, such particles, they are exhaled out. I hope you are understanding the importance of the size of the particles in this particular situation. Division of bronchi makes the airflow velocity to decrease and this fosters the peripheral drug accumulation. Now it is the time to summarize the good and the bad points of this particular inhalational route. The plus points goes like first, gases are rapidly uptaken and they are rapidly eliminated. Second, 
there is a good control over drugs, especially the general anesthetics via this particular route. Third, this route is suitable for self-administration. Fourth, there is minimal systemic effect and there is attainment of a high local drug concentration. Fifth, there is no fast-pass metabolism. Sixth, there is a large surface area and it enhances quick absorption. What are the minus points? First, there is a need of special instrument or there is need of tools or some special apparatus to execute via this route. Second, the drug should not be irritant because that would really irritate the bronchial tree. Third, the treatment failure can occur if the bronchi they are obstructed. Next set of colloquy consists of absorption via topical route. Just have this one fact locked in your mind that keratinized epithelium of skin it behaves as a permeability barrier. There are only rare medications that pass through the intact skin. Some of them they are estradiol, nicotine, hyoscine, etc. Drugs like steroids, they can penetrate through the skin and sometimes they may lead to serious systemic adverse effects like pituitary adrenal suppression. Now there are few ways to enhance the drug absorption like occlusive dressings which further the skin moisture. Secondly, you can enhance the absorption by rubbing the drug. Got it? If there are skin abrasions, then such surfaces they attract the drug absorption readily and most of the times it is dangerous and harmful. Corneal mucous membrane also allows the passing of lipid soluble drugs easily and so does the mucosa of mouth, rectum, vagina etc. Now the pros of the drugs applied by the topical route especially when we desire a local effect are there is achievement of high local drug concentration but associated cons they go on if the systemic effects are seen due to absorption some very good to know examples for such cases are application of atropine in the eye then beta blockers, they are contraindicated in the eye in associated ailments like bronchial asthma, etc. When the systemic effects, they are desired, then what do we need to know, especially via the topical route? I've already discussed about the transdermal delivery systems. Well, just keep in mind their mechanism, their whole way of delivering via these topical routes now good to know some more examples are the postmenopausal hormone replacement therapy it is available as stickable plaster or other drugs used they are glycerol trinitrate ointments okay have you ever heard of sumatriptan nasal spray used in migraine well, that's also an example of topical drug delivery to get systemic responses.
Now goes the rapid fire round in two sets. Let's get started. The first set consists of the ways to facilitate the drug absorption. If you add hyaluronitase to injection fluid, there is a faster diffusion rate of drug absorption. Next, if you apply hot water bottle massage at the injection site again, there is enhanced and same results are seen regarding the drug absorption. Second set in this rapid fire round is consisting of the different methods to delay the absorption of the drug. First, by using the right dosage form like slow or retard capsules or slow or retard tabs etc. You know about spansules, you know about depot injections and you too know about subcutaneous implants. They all are good to go for sustained drug effects. Second point, by altering the drug physical characteristics. Now you know about insulin, it can be used as an insulin zinc suspension in the form of semilente that gives a rapid effect or in the form of ultra lente that is a slow absorption. Then you know about procaine penicillin G that is also slowly absorbed and their action is prolonged. Third point, by adding a vasoconstrictor or applying a tourniquet. Now, you very well know about the local anesthetic and the adrenaline combination. It decreases the absorption and prolongs the action of a local anesthetic, especially a good example here to consider is xylocaine. And yes, if you just tie up a tourniquet and you administer intravenous injection of local anesthetic after applying the tourniquet just below it, then that too delays the drug absorption and enhances the action of duration of local anesthetic. Well, that completes our rapid fire round. And we got to know a lot about a drug absorption via different routes. Got it? Well, this was my this week's last exhaustive episode. And it's the time to really get into the weekend feel. And get the weekend vibes. So let's cheer to the weekend. You and I truly deserve a medal for getting through all this week in such an exhaustive manner. Let's get to know in a flash of minute the weekend rules. Don't count the calories. Get along with your besties. No more multitasking. Don't regret doing pointless things. Well, you know, no, a weekend spent well brings forth a week full of smile and strength. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.ispharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. 
It actually contains a lot of updates about the medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name, is Pharmacology Difficult. If you are listening for the first time, do follow me here whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned to read and review on iTunes Apple Podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.